Keeping it real with Jared Lawrence. This is the state of the Jared. It went college for two years, college for three years, dead end career then. What else? College for two years, now I'm ABT and it up in here, you know. Life can be a bitch when you focus on quality of life, not being rich, but what else? It is what it is, and everything it seems ain't all it appears, but nope. My car insurance cheap, and my house snow paid, and me and the wife eat so. Yes, I really can't complain, but I'm fulfilling cup rear. I am yet to obtain so. But now I maintain, and I pray that this pit and pain will sustain me. Amen. In all of my endeavors, and it's good Cause these beats and rhymes make my life better See, I don't know what I wanna be When I grow up When I grow up I wanna be like yo When I grow up When I grow up See, I don't know what I wanna be When I grow up Man, when I grow up Stay to Jared. We rocking tonight. See, I was told, Joe, graduating work. Pull up your pants, baby. Tuck in your shirt. Put up with the jerks. Except they dirt. So you too can be underpaid and overworked. Never mind that. I'd rather write raps. I hate wearing slacks and sneakers look better with jeans. And God didn't build me to be a part of y'all machine. Cause them ends don't justify the means And being a flunky is just not in my genes I wanna be on my own and not an extra in your scene I'd rather be cool like Shaft to Steve McQueen Conforming to reality means that I deny my dreams And that's bad for my self-esteem Like bacon in my beans or some ham in my greens I don't want it like a crease in my jeans Cause we all know that y'all life ain't as cool as y'all want it to seem. I don't know Welcome to Keeping the Rail with Jared Lawrence. This is the state of the Jared. I am your host, Jared Lawrence. We started this off right with When I Grow Up by Skip Coon. Big shouts to Skip Coon. Go get that Women Revolution and Tennis Shoes album. If you've never heard it before, it's amazing. I had to set the mood for this episode because as you guys know, when we do the Stay of the Jared, it's kind of a a recap on the year. I talk about everything that's been going on. I talk about my life in the past year, what's changed, what hasn't, goals. Am I where I need to be? Am I where I, where I saw myself coming into the year or... Not really the year. I guess I start this day to Jared starts for my birthday on. So from June 30th, 2020, we will talk about my life 
from June 30th, 2020 to June 30th, 2021. Did I say that right? June 30th, 2022. Okay. <laughs> I thought I said 2022, but I think it was June 30th, 2020 to June 30th, 2021. With that being said, let's get right into it. As you guys who um, listen to this podcast know, when we do the State of Jared, it's a little different format than the regular shows. I, I talk, I play some music in between topics, I get back to the topics, I play some music, so it's a little bit more of a radio vibe, listening to like a radio show. I want the, the songs to kind of reflect where I'm at in my life. I want you guys to understand where I'm going, what I'm going through and where I'm at. So that song to begin the episode was just, to me, it was a good, a good representation of where I'm at just because he's, he's basically saying, you know, he's not conforming to anything. He's doing his own thing. Uh, I'm not worried about what society wants him to be. And that's kind of where I'm at right now with it. I'm doing my own thing. I'm not worried about the societal standards. I've never really been worried about that stuff, but even more, more now than ever, I'm, I'm in my own zone, man. I'm doing this my way or the highway, but hopefully we don't have to go to the highway. So last year when I did the stay of the Jared, I was kind of in like a transition phase in my life where I was, I had just started a new job and I was kind of trying to figure out, is this the direction I'm going? Is this the way I want to be like? Donnell Jones, like, is this it? I was kind of tired of working on the road, so I was looking forward to some stability. And it it felt good finally having a job. I was unemployed for like the half of first half of 2020. So to finally get a job, it felt good because I'm sorry, did my voice crack there? I was trying to move my chair up. So if it cracked, <laughs> ignore it. But it felt good to get a job and finally be back in the working force because I had been off for so long and I was starting to get lazy and complacent. So I was excited, you know, I had a job. I'm not going to tell you where I work because it's, who knows who listens to this. Uh, sometimes I complain about that job, but overall it was a solid job. It is a solid job. I still work there 40 hours a week, um, benefits, you know, full-time, you know what your schedule is pretty much. It might change a little bit if you ask somebody to switch shifts with you, but the schedule is the schedule. It's consistently 40 hours a week. It's, it's a good job to have. It's a little draining, a little mentally taxing, just the stuff we go through at the job, the stuff we deal with. And also just the grind, man, of driving 47 miles um, each way to work. I stay at my mom's house some nights just to cut back on gas. So it's less time spent at my house, less time in my bed, less time uh, in peace, which I mean, stay at my mom's house, not bad. It's peaceful, but. I can't explain it to you if you don't have your own place. Waking up to to silence is great. You know, not having to share the bathroom with anybody is great. So, yeah, I, I give up some of that when I stay over there, but it does save me about two gallons of gas going each way. So, I mean, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my mom giving me the opportunity to stay there. She doesn't really charge me rent. I hope she never asked for it. I mean, my brother stays free, so hopefully... They won't ask me for anything. But with that being said, <laughs> yes, I, I've been trying to adjust to the new job. It's it's had its ups and downs. I think I'm finally in a place where I am comfortable. Um, I, I can deal with the stress that comes with it. I'm taking the precautions. I am doing I'm very proactive in my uh, approach 
I've learned, you know, just over the last year of the things I need to do to protect my mental health. We'll get a little bit more into that later. But I'm just giving you guys like an overview of uh, the year and how it's been. I don't have the same free time that I used to have. So, like, I don't really have weekends off anymore unless I switch shifts with somebody, which it happens from time to time. But I don't really have weekends off. And I guess that's a good thing because I'm not out and about and I'm not in these streets like I was before. I used to go to every social event. Now I am at work on Saturday and Sunday and Friday. So, yeah, the social my social life is taking a hit, but I'm not mad at it because I'm 38 years old. I don't feel like I need to be out and about anymore like that. I don't think I need to be out every Friday night downtown. It's fun to do every now and then, which I still do every now and then, but there's nothing really out there for me. I'm not really dating anybody right now. I'm not really looking for anybody. So what's the point of me going out, you know, just to be with my friends? Yes, that's cool, but I'm not like going out there to find women. So I don't really miss the going out as much. I do miss watching Dateline on Friday nights. That was like one of my favorite things to do. So I do miss that, but I don't miss going out. Also, one of the big things that happened to me last year was I decided to get off of social media. So I, I kind of remember when it happened. It was like sometime in the summer. And I had just, I was like over everything I was seeing on Facebook and Twitter. And I just had enough. And I was like, you know what? Come 2021, I'm off. I'm off of this. I don't want to see this stuff anymore. I feel like it affects the way I think. I feel like I'm not reaching my potential because I am seeing things that are kind of distracting me. And for the most part, I think it's proven true. And I say that because since I've been off of social media, I've been able to focus more on work. Uh, I have the free time to kind of recharge my mind. But also getting into the stock market and all that stuff, I don't think that would have been possible if I was on social media. I think I would have been distracted from even finding that lane. So I think that's one of the good things that came from it. Um, I also want to do a lot more reading. Have not really got to the the books like I wanted to. I started on my investment book. I'm not going to lie. It's a little boring. So I'm struggling getting through that one. I think I'm going to put it down and switch to Malcolm X or... um, Message to the Black Man by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad because the the investing book is cool, but I feel like a lot of the stuff it teaches is like principles that I already know just because I'm good with money. Like I always know how to save and stuff like that. And there's a lot of basic principles like, um, you know, um, buy stocks when the market's down. Don't buy off of just uh, emotion. Be smart about it. Don't overspend. Diversify put money into different places, have money in your savings, stuff I talked about with Mike on the last episode, uh, stuff like that. So for me, the book, yeah, I, I feel like I can go at a, a slower pace with that book. So I think I'm going to be switching books soon just to see if I can pick up the pace of my reading. Cause I'm not where I want to be reading wise. I still read a lot of articles, but I'm trying to get back. I'm trying to get into the book thing. I don't know. Maybe I have the wrong book started out, and that's why I'm I'm struggling with this book. But hopefully, when I pick up one of these uh, pro black books, it it'll, it'll um, be more engaging, and I'll I'll get more out of it. So I'll keep you guys posted on that going forward. But I do think me being off of social media has at least allowed me to search for books and find books, and I've pretty much ordered all the books I need. So I just got to get down to reading them. Um, There's really no excuses. I think in the first half of the year, 
and we'll, we'll explain why I got off the dating apps. But the first half of the year, I, I decided to stay on the dating apps in the beginning of 2021. And this was probably the biggest mistake. If I had to go back and do it all over again, I would have got off everything for the beginning of the year. Cause I, I would have, I wanted to set the tone for the beginning of the year. So me by staying on the dating apps, I feel like it didn't really get me in the mindset I needed to be in. And that's probably why it took me till about May to really start finding my groove, finding new things that um, excite me and things that I can use in my life, like stocks and, and starting to read because I was on these dating apps still. And I didn't realize how much of my time the dating apps took up in addition to like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, like the dating apps to me are just as bad. I was fighting it for the longest. Like, oh, the dating apps aren't a problem. I can handle it. But when you're like messaging people all day, when you're having to like go out of your house to go on dates and that that's time adds up. Those are hours you're spending in each day. And I think it had an effect on my focus for the beginning of the year. And I, I kind of got off to a slow start. Now, the dating was fun. I have some fun stories from that. Uh, some I can't tell on here. Some I can tell. I think I've told some of them already. But what I learned from all that was I don't really like dating. Like Dating sucks, man. Let me just say that. Dating sucks. Um, dating in 2020 was was a little bit more fun, I think, just because I was meeting some, I guess, people that fit me better. 2021, I met, like, one person that was I vibed with, like, on that dating level that I think was a good person for me. But for the most part, a lot of the dates were one and done. They were one, I ain't going to say one hit or quitter because there was no hitting, but like one date and then you never really talk to them again. You kind of, you, you kind of both know after the date, we're never going to really talk again. And I think for me, well, let me make sure I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. While I was talking about the social media thing, I wanted to talk about, um, what made me come to the conclusion that I wanted to get off social media. Okay. So I don't think I really explained that. Um, when I watched the, what is the movies? The, what was the, we talked about it when Damien was on here, but when I watched that movie about, um, the internet, was it called the internet? Whatever it was called. The, the movie that basically told you how the internet controls you. Um, we had talked about it on here. That was like very eye opening for me. And I was like, you know what? Let me take a break off of social media. That was like a very motivating thing. That movie right there. Shout out to them. And then also what I hope to gain from it when I got off was like, like I said, I hope to like open my mind to new um, endeavors, new opportunities, uh, new ways of thinking. And like I said before, with the dating thing, it kind of got me off to a slow start with that. But I feel like I finally started to hit my groove once once about May came along. I think that's when when I started to see a, a shift in my way of thinking, my way of acting. So I'm hoping I can carry this momentum through the rest of the year into 2022 and the next day of the Jared, I will have even more good news for you guys. But back to the dating, I was just getting, getting tired of like, basically I felt like I was wasting women's time. I felt like I would go on dates with no intention of like being in a relationship. I was really just trying to have sex for the most part. Um, or just try to meet new friends. But then I was like, y'all have way too many friends already. So I was like, I don't really need new friends 
And a lot of the dating, like the dates I was going on, was going to be turning into like friend situations. And it's like, look, I already have enough friendships to Joe. Like I have so many women friends that I already talked to now. I didn't want to really add any more. So I was like, you know what? Let me just stop going on dates. And I felt like getting off the dating apps would make me not want to go on dates anymore. If I meet somebody in person and we decide to go on a date from that, cool. But it wasn't really the goal of um, on the apps anymore. I wasn't trying to meet people because I've talked about it on here before. I hate the buildup. I hate meeting you by swiping on a picture, thinking you look a certain way. You might not look the way you look in the picture. A lot of people look. I'm not going to lie. We all do it. We all put our best pictures up there. And it's probably not the best representation of ourself. Like from a, uh, what's the word? Not fictional. From a non-fiction standpoint, we're, we're basically making ourselves, well, I guess it is fictional. We're, we're, it's a fictional uh, picture or character we're putting up because a lot of times we don't really look like that in person. So I do it too. I mean, I probably have some of my best pictures. Actually, no, I feel like I look like my pictures. I think I look like my pictures. Um, like I got the bald pictures up there. I got the hairline pictures up where you can see what, it's, what the situation is up top. So I feel like I give a good representation of myself, but... I think on the women's side, they don't. I'm not going to say it's just like I was disappointed in everybody I met because I've met some pretty people. I met some people that were pretty cool, but my heart just wasn't in it. I, th- I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like when I would go on these dates, my heart wasn't in it. Like I didn't feel like, oh, I want to be in a relationship with this person or I can see myself in a relationship with this person. And that's why I was like, you know what? I got to stop wasting women's time. So. Sometimes you got to be the person to uh, walk away because the other person's not. So I had to just be the one that was like ending a lot of situations because it would have just carried on. And I didn't want to lead anybody on. I feel like that's bad karma. I feel like I hate when it's done to me. So was there some ghosting? Maybe I've, I've been ghosted too. The, the funny thing is um, I was talking about a woman on here like a month or two ago. And I, I feel like I, I'm such bad luck when I started talking about this stuff. I, I jinx it, but. I was talking about one woman who like there was a lot of potential with, and I'm like, yeah, this could be something serious. I was excited. I swear to God, right after that episode, I never heard from her again. Like I sent a couple texts, no response, <laughs> and I feel like I jinxed myself. And then after that one, after that one didn't pan out, I was like, all right, I'm probably just done dating for a while because that was probably the only person with potential that I was talking to at the moment. And after that, I was like, you know, I'm done. I'm just gonna fall back. I'm going to focus on me. Let's just eliminate the whole dating thing. Am I still F-U-F-N? I know you guys want to know. For those who don't know what F-U-F-N means, it means fucking until further notice. Look, I'm still F-U-F-N. That's always going to be the mantra as long as I'm single. But I'm not really F-U-F-N. Like, I'm not really fucking. So it's still until further notice. But it's, I guess um, I am um, until... No. I was going to say it's only... UFN, I guess, at this point, until further notice, <laughs> there's no fucking. So maybe I'm just UFN right now. All right. Until further notice. Um, women, if I, if y'all know me, feel free to hit up the phone. Not like, let me stop. Let me stop. I got to focus. Stop, focus. Stay focused, Jared. Sex is, is a distraction. All right. But um, <laughs> I don't know if the situation arises, if, if the situation presents itself, I'll, I'll take advantage if, if I'm feeling it. But I'm not out here searching. So there is a strong possibility I could go the rest of this year with no with no sex. It's a strong possibility. I'm I'm hoping not, but 
I mean, if we're just looking at the odds, I'm not really chasing anybody. I'm not pursuing, so it's a possibility. I mean, unless I get like a you up text late at night, I don't know. I might be UFN. Yeah, no F. We're going to take the F out for now because there's no fucking. So I might just be until further notice. But I think the most important thing, though, is happiness. All right. It's not just about like sex and all that, because I feel like sex doesn't always fulfill you. And yeah, maybe I'm talking like a man who's not getting sex right now, but whatever. We're going <laughs> to we're going to keep it real. Happiness is the most important thing in life. So my my mantra right now is I'm chasing happiness. I'm not really chasing anything else but happiness. So if sex comes with the happiness, I'm all for it. But I'm not going to just chase sex if it doesn't lead to, like, happiness, if I'm not fulfilled emotionally, mentally. Like, there's more to life than just having sex with somebody that you're not into. So I think you have to be with the right person for all that to work. And I'm just, I'm going to focus on me and whatever comes with that comes with that. Because dating, like I said, in 2020, I think the dating was going pretty well. But in 2021, I was not happy with the way dating was going. So I shut it down. And for now, on, we're just going to focus on the happiness. I feel like it's time to get to a song. Let's play another song and then we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, my. Dis- well, yeah, I'll talk about what caused me to get into stocks. And uh, we'll, we'll, t- we'll do a little bit of that and how I ended up in that direction. Like I said, this is the state of Jared, so we, we jump around a little bit. We play music in between. We break up these topics with music. Uh, the first song I played by uh, played was by Skip Coon. It was called When I Grow Up. So it's only right that we stick with Skip Coon. And um, let's play another song by him called Drift. I think this is another fitting song. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Can I rap Jack Life to the casket drop without actually getting inside of the box? I've been skipped for so long, see, I just can't stop. And my partner's in the struggle, so I don't just watch. Just cause class get dismissed, don't mean my education stops. It's really no need for me to bleed and block. I believe I'm blessed, it ain't my fault, y'all not able to see what I see when I speak. As long as my greens ain't bitter and the tea is sweet, it's pork free and it has no meat. If I'm blessed, I proceed to eat. Just to speak it, so we're supposed to play hide and seek. It's like the strong ain't really. Cause all they do is stand on the weak. Don't really matter what I say, cause simple minds won't beat. You were in your house, but you would die for the street. You freezing forever because you scared of the heat. I'm just trying to drift to a place that only exists inside my mind. Where I'm not confined by space and time. So we constantly climb to escape this crime. I'm just trying to drift to a place that only exists inside my mind. Where I'm not confined by space and time. So we constantly climb to escape this crime. That was Skip Coon, Drift, another song off that Women Revolution and Tennis Shoes album I was telling y'all about. I'm telling you, this album's so good. I don't even know if it's on streaming platforms, but if you can find it, definitely cop it, download it, stream it, whatever you need to do. It's, it's a really good album. Um, it just talks about a lot of stuff that you go, goes on in, in people's lives. And one of the lines from that song I thought was super dope was he said, why do I got to have goals to justify my search? And that's kind of where I'm at right now in my life where it's like, I'm kind of just figuring it out and searching and figuring, you know, try, like I said, I'm searching for happiness. I'm chasing happiness. So that's the goal. I don't have like a main goal. Like, Oh, I need a, I need this type of job. I need to work for a fortune 500. I need this much money. Like that stuff is nice, but I want the happiness first. And if, if that stuff comes with happiness, that's when it'll really be like worth it. But if it doesn't, come with happiness. I don't want it. I don't, I don't care how much money it is. I don't care who the woman is. I don't care how somebody looks like I need the happiness with it. So in this day of mental health, which I'm going to get into in a minute, happiness is what you, what we all need to strive for peace of mind. Yeah. We're just all trying to find that thing that like keeps us calm, keeps us at peace. And I, I would just tell everybody try to find that in yourself. Like don't, don't search for it on social media. Don't search for it through maybe someone you used to deal with. And honestly, if we're being, if we're keeping it 100, like I haven't even text like any, any of my ex-girlfriends, any women I used to deal with. I've kind of just left everything alone because I don't want to be like that guy that brings them back to like a situation where maybe they were, they're trying to get away from me. You know, maybe they are, trying to find happiness and I know they know I can't provide that for them. I, I can't give them a relationship or whatever they're looking for. So it's toxic of me to keep reaching back out to certain people. If, if they are trying to find something else in their life, if they want something else out of it. And I, I tell everybody like, don't play with people's emotions. So if there's somebody that likes you and you're not all the way in, don't mess with them. Like just walk away from the situation. Like I said, Sometimes you have to be the one to walk away because you can't you can't trust them to make the right decision. So you have to be the person to do it. And in the in the long run, they'll probably be very thankful for it. So that's that's all I can tell you guys. Like happiness, it comes from within, but you can also affect the happiness of another person by just staying out of their life. So um I I'm not reaching out to like any women just for sex or any of that. I'm 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 really just trying to be 
like a very positive person. I'm, I'm trying to bring good energy wherever I go. Um, I don't think it's wrong to just have sex with somebody, but I think you both have to be on the same page. And a lot of times people are not on the same page. So if you guys don't both see it that way, leave it alone, walk away. I know sometimes you get lonely and you want to just text that person, but don't do it. Don't do it. Cause that karma might come back to you later. You might like somebody and then they don't like you. So I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with all that, but Oh, I was supposed to get to the stops. So my 401k is basically how I got into this whole stock thing this year. What got me interested in stocks. I had went to uh, Mark's house one day and I had asked him to show me like my 401k and explain it all to me. And he had did that. And when he did, it kind of just sparked my interest and everything. And from then on, I was like, I have to know what's going on with my money, with my accounts. And that's when I took like a, a bigger liking to it, a bigger interest and I just started focusing on it more, reading more. And then that led me to doing stocks on my own. And here I am. I feel like I'm I'm about light years ahead of where I was last year. And I even look at stocks sometimes like, man, if I would have invested this one last year. But you know what? It wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right time. T.D. Jakes even has like a saying. T.D. Jakes said, I'm not preparing. Or he says, God's basically saying, I'm not preparing the blessing for you. I'm preparing you for the blessing. And what that means is like, you might think that something is right for you at the moment, but God doesn't think you're ready for it. So he's not giving you that blessing at the moment. He's getting to get you ready for when you can receive that blessing. And that's kind of what I felt like with these stocks. Um, I, I feel I look back on all these years, like, why didn't I invest? Why didn't I invest? And I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to um, handle all this. I, I had a great job for like eight, nine years where, I didn't even think about money. Like I paid bills out of my account, never looked at my account because I knew it was there. And when I lost that job, I kind of had to refocus, I had to reset. And that's when I thought about like, man, I wasn't really prepared for the long term. Like I didn't have money invested. So when something happens, you can fall back on that money that you have invested that's growing over time. And that's something I started thinking about more and more once I got off social media, of course, because last year, I was like totally different about stocks. If you've heard me talking on the podcast before, I would tell people don't mess with stocks, just do real estate. But my mind kind of changed on it because I kind of seen that the stocks, the stock market is not all bad. Like if you pick the right stuff or stuff you believe in, you can make money off of it. I mean, you definitely have to put in some work and read a lot about stuff. You can't just blindly pick things. And I think that's a, a, a problem. A lot of people do. They, blindly pick you got to be kind of strategic with it you got to know what you want to focus on the, the companies you believe in and go with that and I don't want to do too much stock advice on this episode like even going forward I'm probably not going to do too much because I feel like I'm still learning and I don't want to lead people down a dark alley if if I don't even know the stuff so I'm still learning and then when I get more comfortable I'll tell you guys but the main things I've learned like I've told you before dividend stocks that's probably the way to go Anything you, you want to make sure that it pays at least a little bit. You can get dividends paid in anywhere from like 1% to like 15%. So just depending on the stocks, the three that I really like, I'll tell you those that are the high dividends are ORC, CHMI, NLY. They're all down right now. So you can get them for the low, um, but all of those are 10% and more. They're all tied to like mortgages. So th that money usually is pretty legit. It's going to come in because... Those are mortgage companies, so they pay you 
from what I understand, they pay the dividend because it helps them avoid having to pay certain taxes. So those are good ones to have, but I don't want to like tell you every single stock that you should get. I'm not even going to tell you to buy those. You'll tell you research them on your own. And if you like them, get them. But I'm just trying to build my wealth a little bit through stocks, but I'm also going to try to do it other ways too. I think real estate will be something I try to get into a little later, but right now, honestly, I don't think the market is great to buy real estate. It's great to sell it if you have it, but I wouldn't advise people to buy real estate right now, like like land and stuff like that. Now, if you sell your house, you want to buy another house, that's a different story. But if you're just trying to buy land, I probably wouldn't do it. I think the prices are super high right now. Everybody's selling because they're getting a lot of money for their stuff. So I would just, I'm personally going to focus on stocks for the time being. I'll get into real estate later on and maybe a business. Maybe I'll do like um, a business later. I always had like a, a goal to do a coffee shop that plays like old school hip hop, some Mac Miller, stuff like that. So, and I love coffee. I have some good ideas for this coffee shop. I'm not even going to say them all on here because who knows who's listening. I don't need you guys stealing my ideas, but I could see myself like living in a small town, running a coffee shop. That would be my type of thing. So goals, goals, even though I said you don't really have to have goals, but that would bring me happiness. So that's a good goal to have. Speaking of the stock market, the, one of the people that I'm like fascinated by is Warren Buffett. I don't know if you guys know who Warren Buffett is. He's, I believe he's like the richest man in America. And he made like pretty much all his money came from the stock market. And his story is like super, super interesting because basically how he started was he was, he owns a company called Berkshire Hathaway. And how he started was he just started buying a whole bunch of stocks in a company called Berkshire Hathaway back in like, I don't even know, like the 50s or something, long time ago. But when he was buying their stocks, they were a paint company. And it was like seven bucks a share. So he just kept buying up all the shares. And then eventually he owned the company. And then he turned it into what it is now. It's like an insurance type company. They do a whole bunch of other stuff. But Warren Buffett's story is just very um, uh, inspiring. That's the word. It's very inspiring. And then Floyd Mayweather is another story I look at that's very inspiring. Um Everybody knows Floyd Mayweather. I don't think everybody knows the story of Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather started out boxing. Um, I believe he was signed to Bob Arum. And it was either Showtime or HBO. It was one of those companies. And they were paying him $3 million a fight. And Floyd Mayweather's doing all these fights. He's getting $3 million a fight. And then I think when the Oscar De La Hoya fight came, his contract was up. Or he had, you know, he had a chance to terminate the contract. For something crazy. I think it was like 180000 It only cost him to terminate the contract. So he paid that and terminated it. And then he became like his own person. So he went independent. And then when he did that De La Hoya fight, he ended up making $25 million doing his own promotion. And that's when he realized, yo, I don't need these people. I can do this on my own. And ever since then, Floyd's been doing it on his own. And now you see how much money he's getting, hundreds of millions each fight. And all that is because he took a chance on himself by opting out of that HBO Showtime, whatever contract for like 180,000 that was only paying him 3 million a fight. And then he, he did his own thing and then he's making hundreds of million a fight. So what I've learned from both of them is like, sometimes you got to just take some chances. You got to take some risks. You got to bet on yourself. Um, yeah, it's scary, but when you take risk in life, that's how you end up with the rewards. And when you think about the stock market, I'll put it to you this way. You'll look at a stock like Apple or something. 
even Amazon, Amazon's like over 3000 right now came out. It was probably like a few dollars. And people are like, wow, man, if I would have, I, I could have been a millionaire with this Amazon stock, blah, blah, blah. But even if it was like $3 a share when it first came out, for you to be like a millionaire now, you would have to have bought at least a thousand. Well, for you to get like 3 million, you would have had to bought like a thousand shares of that Amazon stock. So you would have had to have the balls to spend 3000 a year dollars back then on Amazon stock for it to get to like over a million, $3 million return now. So yes, you can be millionaires off of these stocks, but still you have to like take a chance. Like you're still gonna have to put some money into them. And that's the thing that people I don't think realize when they're like, yo, if I would have bought this, like it takes balls to put a lot of money on a stock that you don't know much about early on. So yeah, just, just remember that for like going forward. If you really believe in something like it, you might have to take a risk. All right. Cause without that risk, you might not end up with the benefit. Uh, TD Jakes had a really good, another good thing. I've been watching a lot of TD Jakes lately. I do it on Sundays because it like calms me down. It gets me in a good mood. And he had another thing he said where most people make a withdrawal when they don't see a benefit. So like that's probably in the stocks where you might have a stock that's not doing good. And you probably take your money out because you don't think it's going to get better. And it ends up going up and you're like, damn it. So sometimes you just got to stay with it. If you, even if you don't see the benefit, you have to stay with whatever you're doing. And that could be a relationship too. Like, you might not think the relationship's going well, but sometimes you got to stay with it. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I've probably ended some relationship early back in the day that I probably could have stayed with and um, they could have did better. I probably could have been married with kids by now, but I don't know if I'd be where I'm at in life, like having a house um, financially stable. Like, I don't know if I would have been here if I stayed in some of those relationships, but who knows? Like maybe another blessing would have came. Maybe I would, but. You'll always second guess it. And actually, I was watching T.D. Jakes today, too, where he's like, you're never going to find peace unless you walk, like, unless you learn to just walk away, like, from the situation. Don't keep thinking about it. He's like, don't go on Facebook looking at your ex and don't, don't keep talking about somebody. He's like, if you get divorced and you still complain about that person, you're not really divorced. Like, you're still married because you're still worried about him. You're still complaining about him. So you have to really walk away for it to really be a wrap, for it to be over, and for you to have peace in this situation. I don't know. I'm just going on a tangent on all these light things that have nothing to do with me, but hopefully they can um, benefit somebody else that's listening. He also said this. T.D. Jakes also said, you can't take everybody with you. And I think that's important, especially with me, because like doing this whole stock market thing, a lot of people don't get it. Like I'll talk to like friends and family, and I'm like, yo, this is what we get. This is the move. This is what we need to be doing. I'm trying to get everybody on the right page. And people are like, nah, nah, like, I don't see it. I don't see the vision. You know, you're on your own. So I'm at a point in my life now where it's like, I'm going to do me, but I'm going to, I'm prepared to go at this alone. Like, I don't, I know I can't bring everybody with me. And some of, some people are not going to be ready to follow until they see the success. So Right now, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this on my own. And I don't mind it because, like, a lot of the stuff that I've done in my life has been on my own. I've always taken my own path and done my own thing and not worried about what others think. And that's that's what I'm doing right now. I'm kind of 
finding my own way, but I don't mind it because I don't have to worry about somebody asking me questions all the time. Like, well, what about this? Or why are you doing this? Or like, blah, blah, blah. like just watch, just watch. And then when it's done, maybe, you know, I can explain it a little better, but I don't have time to go back and explain everything. So I'm cool with going on it, going down the path by myself. And um, TD Jake said, he said, you can't take everybody with you. That's why you missed it last time. You tried to take the wrong person to the right place. And it slowed down your journey. Because you were trying to take people who didn't have the same hunger that you had. And that really resonated with me because I can already tell, like, with the whole stock market thing, everybody's not into it. And I don't blame them. I wasn't in the stocks last year when people were talking to me about it. I, I said, no, I'm not doing that. And um, you know what? They left me behind. And I had to find my own way. And that's kind of what I'm doing now. I'm finding my own way. But this is a journey I'm willing to take by myself. And I think my problem is, and not just with stocks, just in life, I, I always feel like I can't really rely on a lot of people. And I, I don't know, maybe that's a personal thing. Maybe that comes back to like some family stuff. I don't know. But I've always felt like I don't really, I can't rely on people. So I'm, I'm always prepared to do it myself, go at it alone. And, you know, I have certain people that I can rely on, but a lot of people have let me down in the past, so. I'm just doing this myself and I'm not really worried about, yo, I need this person to come on this journey with me. Nah, I'll go on the journey by myself and then I'll come back with the information later because I think more people will listen to you once they see you've done it. It's like those people who do the, the pyramid scheme who are always trying to get you to join their pyramid scheme. I always tell them like, it might work, but I need to see you do it first before I join your pyramid scheme. Like I come to me with the money that you made because nobody ever shows you the money in the pyramid scheme. They just tell you about how much money they make. Nobody ever shows you the actual money. Like, ah, I got 20000 here, but nobody ever does that. They tell you, oh, you can make 20000 but nobody ever shows you from their bank account that they did it. So I don't blame people for not following me on my journey. And I don't mind going on it myself because, like I said, I'm very comfortable with doing things by myself. I'm very comfortable um, going on these journeys alone. I've done it my whole life. I've gone to the philadelphia college by myself parents never even came up there to visit until it was time for me to graduate like i literally got an amtrak train and went to philly moved in moved up there by myself second semester i had nowhere to stay found my own place like so i'm cool with the journeys by myself um bought my own house by myself didn't bring my my mom my dad nobody to look at houses with me not even my friends because i feel like sometimes they can kind of uh persuade or try to talk you into certain things so when i it was time to buy a house i was like i'm doing this on my own i don't want nobody's opinion i didn't bring nobody it was just me and my realtor i even picked out my own house my, my realtor didn't even pick it out like i'm the one who picked out the house because i found it on a website and I, I knew it was in a nice neighborhood so i said you know what i want to look at this house as soon as i saw it, i want this house up i'm used to like doing it myself and so far it's worked I know certain people might be like, well, you need to like give other people a chance to like be a part of your life. And I think that's a problem I've always had. It's I've always had the problem like of allowing people in, giving people uh, control, giving people reins. And you know what? Kayla said something to me the other day when she was here last time. Kayla got mad at me. It wasn't really an argument, but we were watching um, All American. And I told you I was going to get Kayla hooked on All American. And I got her hooked on it, but we were watching it. And Kayla's on her phone, like texting who knows who, like 
And I said, I said, Kayla, like, I need you to focus. And, you know, Kayla snapped at me. Kayla got pissed. Kayla said, she said, you're, you're very controlling, Jared. And I was like, oh, oh, like that one kind of hurt. That, that hit me. Like, I ain't going to say it hurt, but it hit me kind of hard because I ain't never really heard it. But when she said it, it made me think like, damn, am I controlling? Like, I was really thinking about it. And I'm like, yo, I really might be controlling. Like, maybe this is why my relationships don't work. Maybe this is why I'm single. I know I need things a certain way, but maybe that's because I'm controlling. So I actually had to ask Janine. I was like, yo, I was like, Janine, am I controlling? Like, I had to get another opinion because I, I was tripping. I'm like, really thinking I'm controlling. Janine's like, no, I don't think you're controlling. I just think you want things a certain way and like you're cool with doing it your, by yourself. And I was like, you know, I, I, I agree, but I think I might be a little controlling. Like maybe that's why I don't want to be in a relationship because I like to do everything my way. I like to call my own shots. I'm not sure if I can uh, give up some of the uh, authority, some of the, I don't know if I can give up some of the power. I think that's the problem. I want all the power. But I, it's because I, like, trust my decision-making. So I always want to make my own decisions when it pertains to me. I don't know if I could do the the we thing, like a relationship, a marriage, where, like, you decide as a family what you're doing. No, I want to make the decision. So, yeah, I think I might be controlling. And maybe that's why I'm cool with doing this all by myself, like, going on this journey alone, because I know I want things done a certain way. But, yeah, Kayla really opened my eyes with that one when she said it. And she just came like. She, she said it with confidence, too. Like she, been, she said, like, she was holding that in for a while. I was like, damn, I'm like, shit, I'm not controlling. But, you know, I think she had a point. I'm not even going to lie. Like, when I think about a lot of my relationships that didn't work in the past, I think it's because I didn't want to um, compromise. I didn't want to compromise. I didn't want to let them have a say in things. And maybe that's why I'm single. But I'm happy being single right now. I think being single is what brings me the most happiness, the most peace and joy. Like I said, I like waking up in a quiet house. So yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that, that I am controlling. I'm going to ask Mike too. When I go over there, I'm going to get some more opinions on this whole controlling thing. Um, if you guys know me, you can hit me up too. Tell me if you think I'm controlling, especially women, women, if you're listening to this, please tell me if I'm controlling. <laughs> I need, I need to know. I need a resolution on this. I got to know for my own good. Um, with that being said, I'm going to get to another song. And this next song I'm going to play is actually a song I wanted to play last year on the state of Jared. And for some reason I forgot. And then, um, when I was listening back last year's state of Jared, I was like, damn, I should have played this song. So I actually told us I'm gonna wait till next day of Jared. So I waited a whole year just to play this song. And the song that I'm going to play is going to be, um, 2009 by Mac Miller. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Always like my favorite artist ever. But this song is a special song just because it's like one of those songs where he's talking about how he's okay with everything that's happened in his life. Um, even if it's not the right way that even if he, things haven't gone the way he wanted, he's content and he's at peace. And that's kind of where I feel like I'm at right now. Like, even though if things haven't gone exactly the way I wanted to, I'm at peace with it all. And this song explains that perfectly. And after this, we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about mental health th- because I want to get into that subject. I have a few things I want to say about that. So listen to Mac Miller, um, 2009, and then we'll come back and we'll discuss mental health.
Kicking me out, yeah. Isn't it funny? We can make a lot of money, buy a lot of things just to feel a lot of ugly. I was yay high and muddy, looking for what was looking for me, but I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. She tell me that I get her high 'cause an angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. No, I take it if it's mine. I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. Yeah, they ask me what I'm smiling for. Well, because I've never been this high before. It's like I never felt alive before. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have me peace of mind than war. You see me and you, we ain't that different. I struck the fuck out and then I came back swinging. Take my time to finish, mind my business. A life ain't a life till you live it. I was digging me a hole, big enough to bury my soul. Weight of the world, I gotta carry my own, my own. With these arms, I can carry you home. I'm right here when you're scared and alone, and I ain't never in a hurry. You don't never gotta worry. Even when it's 7:30 and the time is running low. When your heart get cold, see what's behind all them unturned stones, and I'm a pro when it come to my job. But really, I'm just trying to start believing in God. Now when it gets hard, I don't panic, I don't sound the alarm, because I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. Tell me that I get her high 'cause an angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine. I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays all I do is shine. Take a breath and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. Tell me that I get her high 'cause an angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine. I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. That was 2009 by Mac Miller. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. 
That song was very important to me just because it's very, first of all, it's very calming. Like just listening to the words and the, the whole beat and everything. It's just a very calming song. Uh, he said something in there that really stuck with me, though. He said, I'm not ever in a hurry, even when it's 730. And for those of you who don't know what 730 means, it's an old hip hop term. 730 is a slang for crazy. So he's basically saying, like, I'm never in a hurry, even when life gets crazy. Like, he's just at peace. And that's kind of where I'm trying to be. I feel like I've gotten there to a, to an extent. But, you know, there's always um, improvements you can make. You can always get better. So I'm always worried, focusing on my mental health. I've taken, like, I feel like I've been more proactive. Like, I've taken the, um, I've taken the time to work on it. Even last year, I would always tell you guys about how I take, like, a day a week to give myself like a mental health day, like just to relax or whatever I need to get my mind um, right. And in a good place, I would go play basketball. I love to go play basketball and listen to music or listen to podcasts. Just getting out the house sometimes is good for your mental health. When you stay at home all day, it can be very depressing. I've had some ups and downs in the past year, some highs, some lows, especially during unemployment. But um, even with the job, like there's days where I've been stressed out and Days that it's gotten to me. So sometimes it's good to just get out the house, go out, get some fresh air, shoot the basketball around a little bit. Um, even being around people, being around your friends sometimes is good for all that. So just try to try to go at your own pace. Don't let people like dictate your pace. I've always said that too. Don't um don't let anybody get you out of your element. Do what makes you happy, do what brings you peace. So everybody has their own things that that bring them peace, but I do think it's very important to take a day to yourself every week on one of your off days. Now, if you have kids, I understand it's hard. If you have a, a girlfriend, a wife, a spouse, significant other, it's hard. I understand like somebody might want to make plans or, hey, we're doing this today or we have to take the kids here. So, yes, it's a little tougher, but being in the right uh, frame of mind to me is more important than being down and out and um not being in the right frame of mind. So if it's going to, it might upset the other person, but you have to do what's best for you. And I've learned that. And I think that's why I'm so happy with being single right now, because I got to do what's best for me. And sometimes being in a relationship can be, can be stressful. It could be taxing. Um, it's more time you have to devote time. You have to find for somebody else. So when I could just focus on myself, it's a great thing. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm um, Aaron Rodgers, man. I was, I was watching, or I was reading an article about him a couple weeks ago and I actually wrote this quote down because Aaron Rodgers was talking about like his mental health and how he's been pro proactive uh, with his mental health. He said, and he's, you know, he's been away from the green Bay Packers for a while and he's been doing his own thing. And I don't think that's related to his mental health, but he was just speaking on mental health in general. He said, I've just really been trying to think about what puts me in the best uh, frame of mind. What habits can I form that allow me to feel most in my body, most present happiness? And that's what I've been doing. And that's pretty much what I've been telling you guys like you need to do. Whatever brings you like happiness, whatever puts you in the right frame of mind. Maybe it's you, you have to stop hanging around certain people. I know I've had to cut back on um, how much time I spend around certain people just because they might bring me, they might put me in a different like state of mind, a different mind frame. It, it might be a lot of neg negativity around certain people, certain things I don't want to hear. So I've been smart about that. I mean, I still love all my friends. I still find time for them when I can. But 
there's just certain people I cannot hang out with on a regular just because their energy does not match the energy I have and where I'm trying to go. So I have to walk away from like that sometimes. But you know, it's it's not bad. Like you can still see your friends every now and then. I, I even if it's negative stuff and you think it's taxing, I'm not saying cut them off completely. Like you might still be able to spend a little bit of time with them, but don't do too much that where it becomes a, a lot on you. I have friends who text me like wanting to argue about stuff all the time. Stuff they see on TV, stuff in the news. And I'm just like, bro, I'm on my day off. I'm not arguing through text all day about a topic I don't even care about. So I've just, yeah, I say no to a lot of stuff more now just because it's not beneficial to my mental health. All right. And that's just something I've learned over time and something that has been um, good for me going forward. But like I said, when you have a wife, kids, relationships, husbands, it might be tougher for you to get that break. But if you can find time, I would just say, man, it does a wonder, like having some time to yourself. It does a wonder. Um, T.D. Jakes, I'm going to give you all another T.D. Jakes line. He said, when you got direction, you resist distraction. I He says some of the greatest stuff, so... That's another um, thing that can you relate? You can relate that to mental health. Like when you have the right direction and you know where you're going and where you're trying to go, it's easier to say no to things. And not just a mental health thing. That can be like going out. Like I have direction now. I'm better at saving my money. Um, ever since I got into stocks, I've been smarter with my money, my spending. I look at everything more closely now. Like, hey, do I really need this? 12 pack of beer or do I need to go to the bar? Do I need to go out to eat and spend $50 at a restaurant? So when I have direction like that, I can resist the distractions or the temptations. And then it could also be like distractions on like the dating. I got off the dating apps. So I have a little bit more direction. Now I'm resisting the distraction of getting back on those apps. Cause I have other things to do with my time, reading books, reading up on stocks, learning, um, watching TV, just whatever brings me joy and peace. So that's a good one to take with you. When you have direction, you resist distraction. Another thing he said is, um, emotions are not our enemy as long as they don't control our decisions. That's a good one to me because you, we all act off of emotion. Like we think like we get emotional, but if you don't act off of it, I think that's what, what he's saying. Like, don't let the emotion control your decision. And he was also talking about like, that was the same thing where I was talking about where he said, like, if you are divorced from somebody, you shouldn't still be thinking about them. You shouldn't still be talking about them. Like if you break up, don't, don't be looking on their Facebook and like watching them. And he says, people are like private eyes. Like you're a detective now and doing all that. Like sometimes you got to just let it go. And when you let it go, that's when you know you're truly at peace with the situation. And I mean, it's not just relationships. That's anything. Somebody owes you money that you know you're never going to get back. And you're mad about it every day, which I've had my moments with that. You got to just let it go, man. And it brings you a little bit more peace. Like knowing that you're not stressing over that money anymore or getting it back. Like now you can always say no the next time they ask. But I would just not focus on it and let that become a negative thing in your, in your mind and messing up your energy. Like I told you, I'm big on energy this year. I'm really big on energy. If, if the energy ain't right, I'm walking away from situations. There was a, a date I had went on where I, I didn't feel like the energy was right. And I respectfully, I told her respectfully that, hey, 
I'm not feeling your energy and we can't really talk anymore. Like we can't hang out anymore. And I just had to kind of cut that off. And I feel like I made the right decision there. Younger me probably would have stuck it out because I want to be friends with everybody. But now I'm realizing, like I told you earlier, I don't need to be friends with everybody. I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of female friends. Dominique, Teresa, Melissa, Christina, uh, Kalina, Desiree, Janine, Kayla. Like I have a lot of women friends. Um, so shout out to all of them. I don't need any new ones. I, there was probably a few I didn't even mention there. Shout out to Toy too. I haven't talked to her in a while. Probably need to send her a text. Uh, Natasha, got to reach out to. I've been doing better at reaching out to my friends, but I'm not consistent. I'll admit, I'm not super consistent. Um, Doreen, shout out to her. But I, I do reach out from time to time. We have our high school reunion coming up, too, in like a couple weeks. I'm planning on going to that. Maybe I'll see some of these uh, people from high school there. Hopefully. I'm looking forward to it. It's a mixture of the 2020 and 2021 high school reunions. So um, see how it goes. I already paid my money. Got the day off work. So looking forward to that. I think another thing I'm trying to do this year is, like I said earlier, I'm trying to get better at reading books. I'm still not, like, focused enough to where I read. I, even, like, 10 pages a day, I feel like, is something I could do starting out. But I'm going to see how it goes when I switch to another book. Because I think it might just be the book. Because this book is, like, talking, like, in 1950s language. And sometimes that stuff doesn't connect with me. That's why I could never read the Bible. Like, when I'm trying to read the Bible and the thou and the, the he shall and this and that, it, I struggle with the Bible just because um the the words don't really resonate those those old school words now, i know they got the new school bible where they translate it all but i don't know for some reason i could never get into the bible i remember having like bible study or no sunday school and i would never remember anything they talk about in sunday school it was really bad but i'm gonna try to get better at my reading not the bible but just better at reading i'm trying to cut out distractions this year and like getting off the dating sites, that was a big thing. But also, I've I've been saving my money. I don't go out as much. Uh, I'm drinking considerably less. Like I drink alcohol only for special occasions now. I don't even have alcohol. Like I don't even have beer in my fridge. I only really drink if somebody's having like a party. I'll buy like a six pack or a twelve pack to bring with me, just because that's the nice thing to do. You don't want to show up with nothing. My mom always told me don't show up with any, with nothing. So I'll do that, but. I would imagine I'm going to save a good amount of money by not drinking. I haven't worked overtime at work for like the first time last week since I've had this job 54 hours. So I'm trying to get a little bit of extra money. I'm just trying to be smarter with my spending. That's one of the big things I've learned, especially with the stock market. It's taught me discipline. I'm a lot more disciplined than I was last year. And I think that's why I got off the dating apps too. Cause I thought about all the money I wasted on dates last year. And I was disgusted at myself. I was like, wow, $50 here, $50 there. Um, and nothing to show for it. Like nothing. It, it didn't lead to sex. It didn't lead to relationships. It didn't lead to friendships. So, you know, the coffee dates were cool. That was probably the, the way to go. I should have stuck with the coffee dates in the beginning, but some women, man, they're really good. Like they really, they don't even let you get to the coffee. Like, you try to talk it, talk the talk up the coffee date. They swerve the hell out of it, man. Somehow you end up at fucking like TGI Fridays and you thought you were going for coffee. And I mean, that happened to me a few times where I thought I was getting away with just spending like $2 and I ended up at spending 50, $60 on Fridays. 
So I was like, man, I got to fall back. I got to fall back. So I'm looking forward to just seeing how the year goes when I'm focused. Um, I'll check in again next year with the with you guys on everything, too. I'll check in throughout the year. We're not done, though. This is not done. I'm going to play some more music. This is actually going by a little faster than I thought. I thought it was going to be um, doing about a two-hour episode, but I'm getting to everything I want to get to. So I'm going to play one more song before the um, outro, and then I'll play a song for the outro. So this next song that I'm going to play is uh, Homeboy Sandman. I got to find the album. Because I told y'all I'm going to do like a Homeboy Sandman appreciation. Because he, to me, is a very underrated rapper. I've played like one of his songs on the show before. But I'm going to do an appreciation for him. Because his songs, I'll tell you what. Homeboy Sandman's songs put me like at peace. They put me in a good mind frame. I don't know what it is about it. his music. It's just very peaceful. So if you ever want to listen to some stuff that's just very zen-like, I would recommend Homeboy Sandman. I told Mike to get on... To his music. I'm probably going to bring Mike some of his music when I go to visit him. But I would recommend Homeboy Sandman. We're going to do an appreciation for him one day, too, on here. And like I said, going forward, we're definitely going to play some more music on the show. We'll do more music episodes because I enjoy that stuff. But let's play Homeboy Sandman. This song is called Underground Dreams. And yeah, just listen to the lyrics. I think it's a good song. One day I'm going to put it all together. I'm going to be a rap star. I'm gonna make a record everybody thinks is classic Not just a couple people How women are gonna throw themselves at me Anything I post is gonna get mad likes and shares But I'm never gonna post at that point I don't really like posting, it just helps to get me famous Ayo, the other day I trended on Facebook That was pretty cool But I know a lot of folks who saw it were like Who the fuck is that dude? One day that's not gonna happen I'll be on magazine covers Nobody will ever ask me if I'm still rapping Fuck it, I might even have to pay taxes I won't mind paying taxes I won't mind everybody recognizing me I won't mind the invasion of prophecy Wait and see, you'll see me fulfilling a prophecy I'll never open up for anyone again I have an infinite guesses at every show I'll be late everywhere and never explain They'll put me on the jumble trying at the next game And everybody will cheer Do anything I want, I'll never enter through the front I'll have to enter through the ridge Folks will keep the shit I throw away as souvenirs In a couple years, I won't be able to go out in public A while on every interviewer that asks me some dumb shit People gonna call my shit club shit Play it in the club, kid I'ma bring on tour with me, whoever wanna come with My personal trainer and my personal chef Couple years is just an educated guest, could be sooner I'll be on everybody's computer Everybody headphones, everybody call, be a star I'll never know what day it is I'll never drive, forever love Yeah Another life, another law. That was Homeboy Sandman. Underground Dreams. I feel that because I got some underground dreams right now where I'm just trying to get to my goals. Like I said, the goal, the main goal is happiness, but also just financial, financial independence, knowing that I don't have to depend on a job for income, knowing that I haven't set myself up to live a comfortable life in the end. That's, that's the stuff I'm trying to do. And just goals for the rest of the year, I would say 
getting through my job, like getting getting through the rest of the year, not going crazy at this job. Because like I said, it can be stressful at times. So that's probably the main goal is just staying sane and working this job. Uh, we have some stuff coming up at the job where we have some changes coming. So it, it might change for the better. And I'm, I'm hoping to leave the job at some point. But like I said, I'm done depending on people. So unless I get it myself and make something happen myself, I'm not going to depend on anybody else to get me to where I need to go. If it happens, cool, but I'm not, I'm not depending on anybody. I'm going to do this myself, and I'm prepared to do it myself if I have to. But there's possibilities that I can end up somewhere else with the help of somebody else, but we'll see how it goes. If not, I'm going to figure it out because that's what I've always done in my life. I've always figured it out when my back's against the wall. Sometimes it gets scary because I don't know where I'm going, but... I always trust God. I always trust God in the direction that he's guiding me and the direction he's sending me in. I always believe if something doesn't happen, it's, it's for a reason. It's God telling me that he's not ready for me to either have it or he's, he doesn't, that he doesn't think that's the right direction for me. So I always trust in his, his goals, his leadership, uh, his guidance. And that's the one thing about me this year. I feel like I've gotten stronger in my faith. Um, not necessarily like going to church every week, not reading the Bible and all that, but just having faith in things and, and bringing peace to myself, inner peace. And uh, I watch a lot of church on TV. I get the word. I love hearing the word and seeing what they say uh, about things. And a lot of times it relates to my life, things I'm going on in my life. So I would say, yeah, I've gotten stronger in faith this year. I'm not, I'm not like the you spiritual people. No, nope, I'm not saying I'm like y'all. I've actually gotten stronger in faith. Like I believe in God and I trust his direction. This is no spiritual talk. This is, this is faith. This is God. This is all that. I mean, I guess it's kind of spiritual, but I'm going to acknowledge God. Uh, what else do we want to talk about the podcast? Oh, let me talk about this too. Um, I'm, I'm 38 now. I'm 38. I don't have any kids. I'm not married. I'm two years away from 40. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It doesn't look like I'm having kids at this point in my life. I don't really have a desire to have kids either. I think that's one of the big things. It's like, I'm getting to the point now where I'm around kids. And I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't want to say I'm annoyed because I don't want people to think like your kids are annoying. But like when I'm in the store, you know, you see like the random kids and they're like getting yelled at by their parents. That, that could be a little annoying, but I don't know. I'm just at the point where, I see kids and I don't look at them like, oh, so cute. I need one. I'm like, oh, so cute. I'm glad I don't have one. <laughs> you know, I'm like, it's not really for me, man. Like it just, I don't see the, I don't see how it would bring me happiness. Now everybody says it changes when the kid is born and you look at them and all that and you make contact and you hold them. But just thinking about it and seeing kids, it doesn't, I don't see it. I'm not like, man, my life is incomplete without a kid. I actually feel like my life is pretty complete right now. I'm cool if I don't have a legacy to, to pass on. I mean, I'm sure my mom is like, oh, why don't you have kids? But honestly, when I'm gone, it doesn't even matter <laughs> like what the legacy is. I'm not here to see it. But I guess it's cool to, like, you know, keep the name going. But I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm not really a big kid person. I think the older I get, the more I realize it's not for me. I have some friends who are like honest too with me and they're like, yo, don't do it. Don't do it. You don't want kids. It's not the way to go. Like 
if you if you don't have them, don't have them. Some of them, some of y'all keep it real. Some of y'all be like, oh no, it's a blessing still. You need to have them. But then some of y'all tell me like the real, like don't do it. So I don't know who to believe in this situation. I don't even know if I would adopt, man. I, I always said I would adopt if I got older, but I don't even know if I want to deal with that. I just don't know. There's so much that comes with having kids that's just scary to me. The unknown. You don't know what they're going to end up being like. Um, you, and then sometimes, you know, you, you got to like worry about them for the rest of your life. You got some kids that never leave the house. They, they live with you forever. Like, bro, I'm not ready for all this. I don't think I can handle that. Like, I think if I had a kid that stayed with me forever, like, and wanted to live with me all the time, like, I would probably, that would drive me crazy. I'm just not used to having people in my house. Like, I'm not used to sharing things with people. I, I'm just used to the peace and quiet of my house. And I don't I don't think I could do it with kids. Uh, when it comes to relationships and marriage, I guess, yeah, I got to talk about that. Because it's been like an up and down roller coaster when it comes to relationships um, girlfriends, wives, like that type of talk. I feel like we've gone on a roller coaster this past year on keeping it real with Jerry Lawrence, where one week I want to be in a relationship, the next week I want to be non-monogamous, the next week I want to be a swinger, um, the next week I want to orgy. Like I don't know. I feel like we've gone like up and down all over the place. So I want to be consistent with my thinking, but I can't. Like I'm an evolving person. My mind is always changing. I just want y'all to like kind of enjoy the journey of my mind, the complex, the complexities of my mind and just understand that I'm never going to like, I'm not always going to have the right answer. I'm going to change my mind from week to week, but you're going to see the growth. Like before I said, before I was like relationship. Yes. Then I was like relationship. Hell no. Now I'm like still open to it, but I'm also like, open to other possibilities. Like I still don't know if we're supposed to be monogamous. I still don't know if I can be with one person. Um, I still don't know if I can be married and live in the same house. So I guess I'm, I'm at square. I'm back at square one with it all, but I'm still, I think what's changed since last year is I'm a little more open to the possibilities now. And I, I, I do believe if you find somebody that makes you feel a certain way, you can be in a relationship. I will say that because, I, even some of the, the women I've dated in the past or messed with, I didn't think some of them would be in relationships. And uh, I talked to one the other day and she said, she's in a relationship. I'm like, what? The, you were the one, the main one telling me you would never be in a relationship. So if she could be in a relationship, I feel like it's possible now. Like, I think if you find that right person and I guess I just haven't found that right person yet. And maybe they're out there. Maybe they're not. Maybe the, the boat has sailed on that person in the past. And, I don't know, but I just want to say that when you listen to this podcast from week to week, you'll hear updates on my life. You'll hear me discuss all this, um, and you'll see some changes in me as the years go by. Maybe not. I don't know. I can't predict the future, but at least you'll understand my way of thinking, or you can at least try to understand my way of thinking and try to see how I see the world. But I will say, like, yeah. I don't think I'm going to have kids. I think that's pretty much a wrap. Watch me have somebody pregnant next year, but not for, I think it's a wrap for kids. I think marriage is still a possibility. Relationship is definitely a possibility, but I just, I will say this. And this is, this is going to be, I'm being completely honest here. I don't think I'm anywhere near 
being in, ready for a relationship or finding that person. I think I am like, I think I've taken some steps back as far as being ready for a relationship than, than even where I was last year. Like, I don't think I'm ready for one right now. I don't know if, I don't know when I will be ready, but I cannot even see myself in a relationship right now. Like I just can't see it. And I think that's one of the reasons I was like, let me get off these dating apps. Cause I feel like I'm wasting people's time if they're looking for relationships. And I just know it's never going to happen on my end. It's going to take somebody like really, really special that brings that emotion out of me. Cause at this point, I don't even know where it is in my body. Like in my heart, I don't, I don't know where that emotion is for a relationship, for something serious for that level of love for somebody, that level of feeling and emotion, I think I'm, I think I'm gone. Like I'm not gone, but I think that is gone or it's lost inside of me and it's going to have to be rediscovered somehow, some way. And that'll probably take somebody that brings that out of me. But at this point, I don't see it. I think next year I will be single again. Um, but like I said, I'm not giving up hope. That's the biggest thing. I'm not giving up hope. I think the possibility is still there. I just think it's probably like a 5% possibility at this point. It's not good. Um, and that's not, not anything against anybody that's out there. I think it's more me. I just haven't felt anything. Like I haven't felt what the feeling is that I know I need to feel for um, a relationship to be possible. I haven't felt that spark, that, that tingly feeling pause if needed like i haven't felt any of that so basically we're back we're back at square one we did a little loop we did a circle and we're just right back at the the starting line um going into the next day of the jared so enjoy the uh, the relationship talk going forward enjoy the sex talk enjoy all the um the uncertainty of my life and uh we'll keep you guys updated with the podcast i will say this when I first started this podcast, this was like my number one focus. I was like all in on it. I still love doing it, but it's not my main focus anymore. Um, I've been, like I said, I've focused more on happiness and just there's days like I need the data myself and I can't record. Um, there's days I need to research stocks and I'm more into the stock, but I am trying to stay consistent with this podcast. I guess that's the big thing. I'm trying to stay consistent I did an episode earlier. I'll do another one now with the state of Jared. So this is a double header today. And I'm just, I'm trying to stick to the one, one episode a week thing. I think there was a moment where I was just overdoing it, overproducing it. And I'm trying to get back to basics where I'm simplifying things a little more and just being comfortable putting these episodes out and not overthinking it and just talking more freely and not trying to like write every little thing down. I want to say I have like talking points and I just try to talk off of those points, but I'm not like writing whole like sentences of responses out so that's pretty much it for this year's state of the jared i don't know if it's going to be as entertaining as last year's state of jared i went like double the time last year but it's been a pretty boring year for me like with this job so i feel like i don't have a lot to talk about so i kind of just wanted to keep it you know short and play a little music and talk about some topics if i missed the topic that you guys wanted me to um speak on feel free to hit me up oh I, I never shout out the email too the email for this show is um i think it's jlawradio at outlook.com so if you need to reach out to me for anything you can email me there 
I haven't checked it in like three weeks, but I promise I'm going to check it tonight after I get off this episode. And if you have my number, you can always text me. You can always hit me on WhatsApp or any of those. But if you don't have my information and you want to reach me, jlawradio at outlook.com. And we're going to leave this episode with one more Homeboy Sandman song. This song is called Bless Up. This is basically uh, what we all need to do for the rest of the year. Just bless up. Let's all get in the right frame of mind and find that peace that we're all looking for and that happiness. Because like I said, man, a lot of people are going through it. The uh, pandemic brought that out of a lot of us. Everybody, um, if you're not anti-vax, get your vaccines because that that um, that Delta variant is real. I think we're going to see a lot of uh, COVID surges this summer. And it's pretty much every man for himself at this point. So if you're if you're still on the fence about the vaccine, I would just recommend it. Like I said, I've had it. It affects you the day after you're a little fatigued. But other than that, it doesn't really do anything like you don't feel much. I feel like it improves your immune system. I know some people argue it, but if you're not like totally against it, I would just say get it. Like if you're on the fence, if you're 50, 50, lean, lean towards getting it. If you're not, don't get it. But that's the beauty of America. We all have the freedom to do what we want. And I just hope everybody continues to have peace and joy in their lives. I hope people have happiness in their lives. I hope everybody finds what they're looking for. Even if you don't, Remember what Skip Coon said, you know, why do I have to have goals to justify my search? It's okay to still be looking for something and not knowing what you're looking for, but just going along on the journey, just as long as you enjoy it, like take time to enjoy the journey, look around, um, get outside, get fresh air. Like I said, get out the house, go for walks, find peace, um, get off social media, take a, take some time off from all that detach from the world and just give some time to yourself to get right. Um, and that's why we're going to leave this song, this show with this song called Bless Up. Homeboy Sandman. This is Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence. I will be back next week with another episode. I hope you enjoyed the state of Jared. Word indeed, true indeed. Yes, indeed. With all certainty, definitely, definitively. I'm from the era of team sports and jean shorts. Ain't no need to wonder if I'm reinforced. I spend the funds to be in floors. New NYC, since finished. Yeah, right, homie, enjoy them 15 minutes. My real heads that been down, bless up. You don't find me using NYC for playing dress up. For press, for for respect when cats pressed up. Dwight had caught a bottle on the F, it was F'd up. I grew up choosing a rhyme and then rewinding it. Not sure if I'm losing my mind or if I'm finding it. This brother wanna hear the slow saying shit. This brother wanna hear the fast saying shit. This is the one to hear the first saying shit. This is the one to hear the last saying shit. Me, I'm trying to write the new saying shit. And all the time I'm trying to write the true saying shit. Understand these other cats are just saying shit. We ain't even in the same boat, not in the same ship. All I'm saying is I be slaying shit. I was the brother swimming back to Africa from jumping off a slave ship. So don't talk to me about swimming with sharks. Thank your lucky stars don't even start. Wonder if I'ma have to buy the farm for people get to buying the art. All I make is hits, but still can't hit the side of a barn. Broke the sanctity of reflex down into three steps on a park bench, reading Moby Dick in between sets. I never made it to Greek fest, the freak nick. I'll be mostly with a sweet chick or some sweet shit. 
As of recent, I dabbled in more indecent Yo, I ain't tryna buy it, I'm tryna lease it Or even tryna rent it, though technically guess I'd rather joyride it Unless I people oil lighting I'm moving like I'm nearsighted Prefer to crash and hate to be invited Word up, feel so good like being reunited Been tempted to put a minor on the my dick Yo, I'm just keeping it funky The legal age out in Canada is comfy My female pursuits are something like my soup I like I'm chunky, live day to day But I still prefer a weekly or a monthly I turn down in a free gear To change it every meal, a day for a leap, yeah But money, molly, fashion, murder raps a straight infant Does anyone besides me have the balls for being different? I know I'm on Babylon hit list That's why I keep my number unlisted Everyone with known math hopping on tracks, no mission Bunch of rats acting like bats, no vision But take a listen How nice to separate the lies from the admissions I bet you'll find it's worth the price of admission